to Sadie here, and because I don't yet have a nicely produced and neat, concise intro um, for this podcast, I will just introduce it to you again. Podcast is called Exhale, and it's just all about sharing different perspectives on business and life, and getting everyone thinking and chatting. So... If you are here for the second time, it meant you listened to the first episode and you got through that and I didn't put you off completely, which is great news for me. Um, if you're here for the first time, then I would totally recommend or suggest at least, uh, to use a softer term, that you actually listen to the first episode. Um, it will give you some context as to what I'm hoping to just kind of do here and experience here with all of you. So when I say the aim of this podcast is to share some other perspectives on on life and business. Um, it is literally just kind of based on some things that I've experienced in the past where I basically have the sense of doing something in a specific way and getting to a point, a point of realization or a moment or experience where it feels like there is this kind of shift where things seemingly contradicts kind of the way things happened in the past or the reason why things happened or there's just this experience or sensation of wanting to reevaluate or rethink those things that kind of I previously held to, you know, as truths or best practices. So the thing that I'd like to discuss today and share today is, uh, you know, kind of experience I had a while back uh, just around uh, growth in general. And um, at the time, and I'll explain this, uh, it was centered when it came out, the, the first kind of, you know, experience I had was it came out as a rant, uh, you know, against total rants against growth hacking um, and just kind of what I learned through that. So to set this up, I have to explain that after WooThemes, um, and when I exited WooThemes, I had basically kind of, you know, my two-parted goal um, for what I wanted to do next. Um, and one of them was actually creating a company with recurring revenue. Um, and, you know, in that sense, I, I think kind of SaaS was at the top of the list. Uh, so it was always something that I felt that I wanted to do at one stage of my life. Um, I wanted that challenge and the way I kind of worded that challenge was I wanted the challenge of hacking uh, recurring revenue growth curve, um, which was very different to what I had at WooThemes, right? Which was, you know, we were selling, you know, kind of products once off. Um, to the latter stages, we had a, a kind of annual licensing setup. So there was some part of kind of recurring revenue, but it's not the kind of typical SaaS environment where you are pursuing kind of month-on-month growth. Um, so I really, really wanted that challenge. And that was part of my consideration going into Receiveform. So... What happened with kind of Receipt after we started, uh, so we obviously rolled out a, a free version initially. Um, and for the first couple of first year, almost year, we were only free. And then when we started charging, I had this um, interesting experience, which was every single month or after every single month when I you know, kind of sat down to write my shareholders report to, to our investors and shareholders, I kind of... The the growth, the actual growth we achieved in the previous month is always this kind of sticking point um, in the sense that, you know, I either felt really proud of it and excited about it if it was great, um, or I felt kind of, you know, insufficient or weak or maybe even ashamed um, if it wasn't that great. 
And um, initially, kind of when you start off from zero, um, and especially the way we did it, where we already had thousands of people using the product for free, um, which meant when we started charging, um, I think it was relatively easier. So for the first couple of months, um, there were literally some months where we were growing revenue, you know, 30, 35, 40% month over month, which is obviously great. And then kind of a couple of months into that, six, seven, eight months, you know, kind of fast forwarding to, to early this year, that growth obviously kind of, you know, uh, slows down a little bit. And, and, and when I slow, kind of slows down, um, you know, it got to a point where we were only growing at, say, 10, 11, 12 percent. So kind of great growth, um, but not the kind of 30, 40 percent of kind of months gone by. And something interesting kind of you know, seemed to happen around that. So we have a 14-day free trial at Receiptful, and which basically means that all free trials that we sign up until the 16th of any given calendar month would basically convert to revenue, if obviously if the trial is successful, to revenue in that calendar month, which meant that we, you know, I kind of, I would say we, but I mean, I was the lead of this in terms of kind of within our team would push the team to do certain things, sometimes superficially up until the 16th of any month to get those last couple of kind of, you know, trials in to hopefully get them converted by the end of the month so that the growth we have is then attributed to that calendar month, which means I get to include that in my shareholders report going out, you know, in the in the days after the end of the month. And I got to the point where, where this was causing me so much stress um, and anxiety. I would literally go to bed at night and I would be thinking about what we could do just to kind of increase the signups. Um, you know, even if it's artificial, even if it's kind of you know, very short termist in, in the thinking, um, you know, even if it might have you know have had a, a cost attached to it, it didn't really matter. It was this kind of almost superficial pursuit. And what made me realize that this was superficial was this notion that the kind of the reality was that whether a trial converted on the 30th of a month or the first day of the next month didn't materially matter to the business. Like one day, kind of, you know, even when you consider time value of money, like one day just doesn't materially benefit or kind of affect anything. It doesn't change anything. And when I realized that, um, I realized that there was no reason why I had to kind of, you know, stress myself out as much as I was doing. Um, I was probably stressing my team out, kind of pushing them to kind of, you know, uh, for us to do kind of certain or reach certain feature announcements um, and milestones on a specific date so that it could have an impact towards the end of the month um, or that month's revenue. And this kind of culminated in me writing a massive 2000 word article about kind of, you know, growth hacking and just how ridiculous I thought it was, how ridiculous I thought kind of, you know, instead of just pursuing, say, 5%, you know, month over month growth or whatever the actual percentage is, but instead of just pursuing like a flat growth rate and, you know, in, in recurring revenue in SaaS, this notion is that we need to do that and then we need to hack that growth curve so that it accelerates. So you basically have a growth rate which needs to grow at a certain rate. 
And that thing just led to this kind of, you know, very vicious, uh, you know, vicious and recurring cycle, um, no pun intended, in, in, in my head that, as I said, just caused a lot of anxiety and stress, um, which is very counter to this idea of like having recurring revenue and it being at least somewhat passive, right? I mean, we all know it's not completely passive, but having recurring revenue that, you know, makes you money in the background, right? That's what everyone aspires to. But it didn't kind of, that wasn't how it felt. So fast forward, uh, kind of, well, uh, before fast forwarding, um, I never published that article. I, I kind of, I wrote it, I shared it with a friend. Um, my friend had a, you know, a couple of suggestions um, in, in terms of how I could improve it and be clearer about messaging. And as soon as he gave me that feedback, even, I realized that for me, it wasn't as much actually publishing that article. It wasn't about ranting. It was more about that realization. And where I've kind of since, you know, if I fast forward things now and I kind of consider this, this, that moment back then is something that I've actually learned um, in my meditation and, and, and just kind of greater mindfulness practices is this idea of soft focus. So the notion that I can focus or we, but I can focus on anything and I can actively pursue that focus, but you only hold that focus kind of just, just tightly enough, um, to allow for the flow and the benefit of being focused, but also remembering that things are happening around us. And, you know, if that focus is too harsh on one thing or too narrow minded, um, it's probably going to give a little bit of a kind of volatile sensation as those things kind of happen around me. And where I see this most, for example, is, uh, when I look at our graph, of the number of new trials, free trials that we sign up, you know, premium trials and that we sign up every single day. Um, the graph, like, I mean, it's literally like something that looks like a, you know, a ragged toothed shark, right? Um, in the sense that, you know, one day we'll go up to 20 new trials and the next day we'll drop down to three. And then we might go to seven, nine, one, 20. And that's just the randomness of it all. And I know that this notion and kind of, you know, the aim for startups is to kind of grow to a point where we have kind of scalable, predictable um, and repeatable kind of growth. But I'm not that sure that those things are attainable. Um, And even when they become more predictable and more repeatable, I don't think a a narrow minded focus um, is the thing that kind of I should have on that so the way I'm thinking about this um, and and then the way I thought about kind of being clearer about how I see this playing out or at least the the sensation that this kind of creates is when I think of um, just that soft focus and how that soft focus allows one to adapt to this kind of unpredictable external factors is literally thinking about um, kind of buildings that are constructed in countries where there's a higher risk of earthquakes right so the way those kind of uh, I'm no architect or civil engineer but the way I understand it is the you know from the foundations up to kind of all the beams you know in these skyscrapers they have that little bit of kind of you know bendability flexibility right built into it so that they literally kind of you know sway even if it's just you know by a kind of a a 0.1 degree they're able to kind of sway on their kind of, you know, foundation. So when a kind of earthquake occurs, um, it doesn't kind of, it's not rigid, right? So the earthquake doesn't shake it to the point where it's actually break, you know, breaking. Um, it's liquid enough so that it kind of moves. The same 
kind of thing, slightly, you know, less kind of physical um, in, in, in the way I explain it, but literally kind of holding um, a, a ball of kinetic energy. So if you hold that too tightly, you're probably going to feel the vibrations um, to the extent that it's kind of this massive shaking movement, which you can't control. Whereas if, you know, if the grip is slightly, um, you know, less tight, uh, slightly looser, slightly more flexible, you're probably going with that flow a little bit more and just allowing that to guide you and not feel that anxiety of shit, I need to keep, you know, hold this ball so tightly so that it doesn't slip out of my fingers. And that is essentially kind of where I am today when I look at Receitful's growth. Um, I try not to kind of refresh our uh, revenue metrics um, or revenue kind of dashboard or any metrics dashboard kind of, you know, more than 10 times a day. I I still love seeing that. I love seeing growth. I, I mean, I, I won't lie about that, but the focus has been less about that um, and more about kind of coming back internally and focusing and having the softer focus as well on the things that we can control, just the things that we can do today, maybe the things we can do this week um, and not worry that much about what happens beyond that. Kind of, you know, whether those things actually result in signups um, today or tomorrow, or maybe it only results in signups next month. And, you know, that opens up a whole kind of whole different discussion about attribution and figuring out what is working, what isn't working. To be brutally honest, you know, even when I think about that and I say that, I am much less concerned about like knowing for sure 100% that this thing we're doing right now has, you know, X, Y, Z, you know, effect. If I, you know, kind of, when we have this focus of, you know, doing good work today and somewhere within the future, like everything is mostly still trending up or trending in a positive direction, whatever that means, then that's good. I don't need to quantify that. I don't need to be so focused on metrics, on data, on a single thing. I think it's okay just to be more flexible and just find that flow and allow, you know, both kind of, you know, myself, but also the team and the company just to find that flow um, and literally for a ship just to catch that stream and move. Um, It's obviously not going to move forward at the pace that we always want to um, is always not going to move in the perfect direction every single time, you know, where it catches the stream in the most efficient, you know, fastest way. Um, and every now and again, it might actually stand still or go kind of, you know, catch the other side or the other direction of the current. And that's okay as well. The key, the key in this is just not having that experience, that unpredictability, um, change my experience of the whole thing. Because then it comes back to that thing that I mentioned in the first episode, which was then becomes the sensation experience of pushing a rock uphill. And I don't know about you guys, but that's not something that I want to do every day. I'll leave you with that. And um, I'll leave you with a reminder beyond that of just finding those moments of exhalation in, in your day, in your week, and whatever you do, um, and see how it feels. See kind of where 
It just takes your experience and perspective after you've had such an experience. Until the next episode, cheers. Bye.